All right, Tim, Friday edition of the Appetite for Construction podcast. How you doing? It's our bonus edition. I'm doing good. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. <laughs> I did say we bonus, had, right? Yeah, the little glitches with the uh, um, Zencaster this morning, but it seems to happen every now and then. Yeah, I think uh, lately every time I log on, uh, my microphone doesn't work, and maybe that's just kind of a it's kind of a you know someone's trying to tell me something that maybe i shouldn't get on and record so well anyway it's, it's good it's good friday it's easter weekend uh big plans for you and the family uh just hanging out on sunday with some of the family yeah and then um i don't think anything tomorrow just uh, you know it's supposed to be nice relatively nice so i might do some yard work you know and then next week is supposed to be in the upper 70s so that's that's good getting up i'm looking there. forward to looking forward to that coming back we drive back on monday from richmond uh with my wife's family here in richmond virginia for easter weekend full house um actually planning to go to a richmond flying squirrels baseball game tomorrow evening with the family so depending on the weather it's supposed to be 40 and rainy so if it's 40 and rainy we may not attend if it's 40 oh my god yeah yeah it's it's we've gotten the chill come through here after it was 85 for the last couple of days it's it's uh i was out with the dog about an hour and a half ago and it was uh i think 42 or 43 and it's it's getting a little chiller as the hours go by. So I feel like it's uh, Illinois weather in Virginia right now. Well, it's been in the 60s here, so I think we got you beat. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. You know what else is this weekend? I don't know. Timmy's Bar Mitzvah? <laughs> the Masters. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know, and no, you're we in were- a pool, and you seem to be doing all right so far, right? I am. I'm in uh I'm at minus 13. My players are at minus 13. First is minus 14. So I'm in second place with two other teams. And first place, there's two tied for first. So after the first round, I'm I'm in the money. I'm I think there's 35 or 36 teams in it. So um yeah, I'm looking forward to watching a little bit of the Masters this weekend. Hopefully the weather won't uh rain down on Augusta too much. But uh so uh, I know we talked on Tuesday a little bit about quizzes and I told you I was going to do a master's quiz and then I said I wasn't but decided no nope, it's a good time to do a master's quiz um, well, but you did mention you were possibly thinking about doing a good Friday Easter Sunday quiz which I, I did but the more I thought I about it I was like, <laughs> yeah Easter Easter quiz versus a master's quiz I felt like yeah, I think our audience would probably be more in tune with the masters than good Friday or Easter so I came up with a handful and seriously there's six questions uh um, mm. Do you know who founded the Augusta National Golf Club in the Masters Tournament, John? No, I've I've heard his name, but I don't know. I don't, I can't Bobby remember. Bobby Jones, and then it was funded by Cliff Roberts. I ironically, Roberts uh, uh, died by suicide on golf course in 1977 at age thir- 83 because he was uh, had really bad cancer and. He wasn't playing golf in a in a no, raging he was, thunderstorm. He, he, he was just uh, by a, a lightning no, bolt. Who won the inaugural Masters? Tim, I'm not going to get any of these questions. I don't know. I think you will. I think you'll get a couple, actually. Uh, was uh, it Craig Wood, Gene Sarazen, or Horton Smith? I'm going to go with the middle one. Gene Sarazen. It was actually C, Horton Smith. 
Who holds the 72-hole scoring record at the Masters? Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, or Dustin Johnson? Probably Tiger Woods. Close. It's Dustin Johnson. Just a couple years ago, he shot a minus 20. Who's got the most green jackets? Is it Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, or Arnold Palmer? No idea. Jack Nicholas, six wins. Arnold, I think Tiger has five, and Arnold has. This is how much I really four. watch the Masters. I figured you were a. So, who's the first left handed winner to win the Masters? I, I asked because as a lefty, it's, it's always curious. Was it Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson, or Mike Weir? Probably Mike Weir. It was the Canadian Mike Weir won the match. He was the first lefty to win it. So, um, and then I'm always, you know, this is not really a question, but kind of cool to see the menu that the uh, the previous year winner does. This year it was Scotty Scheffler, and he did like cheeseburgers and uh, Texas ribeye steaks and some Chilean sea bass or something uh-huh. like that. It was it was a pretty ornate dinner with n- lots of nice wines and stuff. But um, then the initial Champions Dinner was started in 1952 by Ben Hogan, uh, and he did. He only had two requirements: show up promptly at 7:15 and wear your green jacket. And I always thought that was kind of kind of a cool old thing to you know wear your green jacket, be there at 7:15, no exceptions. Hmm. Was there a question? Well, no. I just always thought that was kind of <laughs> kind of cool. The champion. I've always, I always, each year when the champions have their dinner, I always look for the menu to see what they're serving. And like a couple of years ago, it was Hideki Matsumi, and he had a v- very ornate uh, Japanese dinner mm. with lots of sushi and fish. Um, I, one year, Sandy Lyle won it, and Sandy Lyle, who's from Scotland, served haggis and really traditional uh, Scottish dishes, which. If you've so ever that's been the Tuesday after the Masters, Tuesday before Tuesday before the Masters, the the following year, yes. So yeah. like Scotty Scheffler won it last year. This past Tuesday, he he had his dinner. So um, mm. just it's always kind of cool to see what some of the winners serve on there. So uh, Tim, after dirt. you you know put on the green jacket, what would you want served? Uh, it would definitely be some surf and turf. Okay. I, I, yeah, surf and turf. I mean, how do you go wrong with uh, uh, juicy lobster? strip steaks or ribeyes and some lobster thermidor or some oysters, Rockefeller, or, you know, something like that. I mean, uh, surf and hey, turf, do you remember, seems pretty um, traditional. Remember the old country buffet, that restaurant? Oh, yeah. OCB. OCB. We so had one. Anything with a sneeze guard I'm in with, so I probably would have that. So, you know, you just go and just cafeteria style just mange. I, I am so i am a big anti buffet guy <laughs> except for uh the big buffet at uh caesar's the bacchanal uh that's pretty impressive so tim i have this I'll tell you a little quick story so you know we just got back from south carolina and it's a place i've always thought about maybe retiring to we rented a condo on the water and what's not to like, right? You know, you're on the water, you have a pretty much an unlimited budget for restaurants and food and stuff for the five days you're there. And so it's just, everything is just perfect. Right. And so every morning I would get up at, at sunrise and I would tell my kids, 15 year old kids uh, to, to go out with me, in the morning, because that's when all the treasures, you know, wash up on shore. This is when you get the treasures. And you get to see a beautiful sunrise and things like that. And so I'd, 
inevitably it was just me that would come down by myself and walk the beach. And then, um, probably the next person was Aiden. He he's always up early. So he would come out and we would walk the beach and there was a guy, I think he was retired, maybe early sixties. And he had a dog with him, a beautiful silver lab, actually it was a beautiful dog. And he would have this stick that he would pick up a, a tennis ball and he would throw it down the beach and the dog would run after it. And he would always throw it towards us. And so Aiden would like pick the ball back up and throw it back to him. And just kept doing that from day one. And then by like day two, day three, we ended up just talking like every day we just meet and, and talk about South Carolina and its beauty and stuff. And he said, listen, I lived in New York City by way of um, Washington, D.C., and he said the last 14 years he had lived in South Carolina, and he said, I left a lifetime, I left a family and friends, and he goes, we haven't looked back, we just love it, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, and uh, <laughs> so he was... I think it was the last day I saw him. I said, Hey, it's my you know, last day on the beach. And he's like, Oh, I'm I'm sure you'll be back. I said, Yeah, we'll probably be back next year. Or, and I said, I'd like to retire here. And I said, you know, it seems also that the people are pretty friendly and happy. And he goes, Well, look around. Like, what's not to like? I mean, you got the sunrise, you got the beach. I mean, what how could you be grumpy? And I said, That's a good point. I said, You live on the water? And he goes, Oh, that's way above my pay grade. I I I can't afford that. He said he lives like a couple blocks in, in this gated community that we were staying in. And so, uh, you know, after I went up and I Googled like, you know, what the property prices were a couple blocks in, and they probably averaged 2.5 to $3 million. Ouch. And I was like, above your pay grade. Hmm. So, you know, anything on the water is from, you know, five to 8 million. And anything a couple blocks in was like 2.5 to 3 million. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to be retiring on the beach anytime soon, you know? And I just thought like, even if I had a million dollars cash, I still would be like $2 million short of that, of that house. But so I think it's just a place we'll go every year and, and spend some time. So, yeah, I, that was the intention with Cynthia and I and Scottsdale in the Phoenix area for several years. But you know, the more we think about it, we had looked at houses last year, but the market was just too crazy. So we've, well, like I said, we're going this year to hunt for condos, possibly. If we find something we like, we'll jump on it. If not, we'll just keep continuing to go until we find something and, you know, hopefully be down there full time somewhere in the next 10 years. Yeah. We've still got a few years. We like, we like living in Illinois. We, you know, we've got a beautiful home in Illinois. It's, you know. It's only gaining in value, so there's no reason for us to leave the state. Although, um, like I said, you know, winter, winters, winters are the whole reason we want to leave. Yeah. Like I said, you have a window of five or six days, so you want to maximize everything you're doing. But like I'm, I'm walking the beach in the morning. I'm like three times walking on that beach, and then riding bikes and walking downtown. You know, Charleston and. My wife even noticed it to my my mom who went with, and she's like, "Man, he's just more active." Like, you know, I here I I go from my bedroom to my my office basement, and that's my exercise basically for the day. And I know that's on me, but there's just a motivational factor of being somewhere warm and scenic and beautiful 
compared to like this <laughs> subdivision I live in. Anyway, Illinois. I mean, it's yeah. th- this time of year in Illinois, it's kind of crappy. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I'm curious, real, real quick before we jump off, are Monica and the kids as ecstatic about South Carolina as you are? Uh, it's interesting because um, Aveline loves that area. She's mentioned it. She posted on social media that, you know, Charleston has her heart. It was the two hands creating a heart. Aww. And I said, oh, it has your hands? And she goes, no, that's a heart. Oh. <laughs> okay. So um, so she likes it. Um, and then Aiden, I guess, said to my mom, like, I could see myself living here. And so when I asked him about it, you know, the next day, I said, oh, I heard you said that. And he goes, I never said that. No, no, no. Like, so he backtracked. So I think they would miss their friends. I think this would a move somewhere else would have to take place, you know, around uh, when they graduate high school or after that. So has Aiden met any of the South Carolina girls yet or? Well, it's funny because <laughs> he just. Right now, he just, you know, it's his buds and video games and stuff like that. He really doesn't have any interest. Um, I will say, and I probably will get in trouble for saying this, two girls came over and they messaged him and said, we have cookies. Can we drop off cookies for you? And uh, he was, like, embarrassed. And so they messaged my daughter and said, hey, we got cookies. And so she ran out and got the cookies, one for her and one for him. And I'm like, well, about me, you know, and they only had two cookies, but. It was weird that two girls drove by the house with some cookies. He wow. just, yeah, he's just kind of in his zone with his his buds and and stuff. I get that. It, it, the, the same guy in uh, South Carolina that we talked on the beach. He was saying, uh, you know, there was a lot of things that attracted him to to that area, and he goes, "But most most of my both of my kids went to the College of Charleston. They ended up going there." And so they were like out to dinner one night and um, the waiter actually went to that school as well. And the guy said to him, he said, well, tell me something I wouldn't have heard on that tour. Like, give me some nugget that, you know, made you want to go here or, you know, give me some attractive thing. And he was a young guy and he goes, hey, listen, the College of Charleston's, um, uh, you know, the, the attendance or, you know, the. Yeah, it's uh, it's four to one women, and uh, so if you're a guy, <laughs> you wanna, you know, go to a school that has four times the amount of girls walking around. He goes, "This is a place for you." And I said, "Oh, Aiden, you hear that?" And he's just, he just, <laughs> he doesn't react the same like you and I would. Doesn't react. Yeah, the same I've been way, said. But... Enough said. Where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's. Yeah, we 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 got some time on that, but anyway. yeah, we we I think we all have time before we move permanently to another location. But it is nice to get away for a few weeks, or in our case, a few months each year, just to you know kind of recharge. And while we're still working, it's it's nice to at least in Scottsdale, there's like sun twenty, you know, every day. You know, it's going to be a ninety five and sunny. Yeah, and with the pool in the backyard, it's not a bad life. Yeah, got to have the pool. So, well, uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, happy Easter to all those folks listening to it, uh, the podcast. Yeah, you too. Once again, subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to our newsletters. Go to mechanical-hub.com to 
check those out and subscribe. Otherwise, have a wonderful Easter. And uh, John, be sure to root on the Grip It and Sip It team that is uh, hopefully <laughs> going to win the golf pool this weekend. Yeah, real quick, though, um, I wanted to say, you know, we did this hub spotlight on uh, Derek Ziola out of Boston, Mass, and had him on our uh, Instagram Live on Plumbing Perspective. And I think moving forward, that would be a good idea to do. Uh, so check out the the spotlight on mechanical-hub, mechanicalhub.com. Uh, it's, it's really good information. It's a good story. Um, and in the future, I would like to, to – to, can you – continue that trend of, of posting a story on the site and then having that person on like later in the day, just to kind of talk about it and give a face to that, to that story. So, um, yeah, it was really, I, I saw the Instagram live. It was, it was really cool to see him on yeah contractor spotlight. So yeah, it's great. Um, hoping to see more of those. And then we're looking to do, uh, you know, some video portions of these podcasts. So you get to see some two old dopes, you know, talking, with a guest. What do you think of that, Tim? <laughs> I'm all for it. I'll just make sure that I, I lock the doors. And oh, stuff I was going to so say, <laughs> you had some guests on this podcast. So. <laughs> well, anyway. like I said, I'm, I'm in a uh, my in-law's house, and everybody's getting ready for Easter weekend with more family arriving today. So it's a busy house. Have a great uh, Easter weekend and safe travels back home to Illinois. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll uh, yep. talk to you later. All right. See you, bud.